Gameware Express. Yeah. Baton Rouge's only locally owned and operated video game podcast. You ruined the intro, Vaughn. Now I have to redo it. No, it's okay, Vaughn. <laughs> it's still a great intro. <laughs> this is Gameware Express. Try it. It's fun. Try it. This is Gameware Express. Wasn't that fun? Yeah, it was. It was good. Hello, and welcome to your weekly dosage of Gameware Express. Wow, that's shit. I got, you do it from now on. I got some flutters. This is Gameware Express. We, we want to hear from you. <laughs> Go to speakpipe.com slash Gameware Express, and you literally can hear your voice on the show. Did anybody do it yet? I don't think so, but it's uh, Friday. Uh, Scott! November 14th, 2014. I'm Adam Arinder, joined by Vaughn Venters. What's up, everybody? And Neil Bonham. Hello, hello, Steven's still out of town for work, so we're just going to go on without him. Be less hectic. Sorry for the three-hour monstrosity of an episode that was last week, or maybe you enjoyed it because it was so long. I don't know, but whether you liked it or didn't like it, this week's probably going to be the exact opposite (laughs) because uh, not a lot happened this week, but um, that won't stop this show. Uh, For this week's intro question, I read a bit of interesting news that I kind of want to do like a roundtable intro question so uh good old jeff Keeley, mm-hmm. sort of like the uh i guess mainstream most of the mainstream video game journalist person out there has broken off from spike to fund his own game award show at the end of this year mm-hmm. called the game awards oh you know in the past they had the vgas on spike and last year they just streamed the VGX, which is really awkward with Joel McHale. Did y'all watch that last year? Nope. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I watched it. I mean, it became to where it was more of a like publicity stunt or marketing show, really, with more reveals than awards. So um, Spike pulled it off the air, and then they tried to stream it last year. But now Jeff Keighley is doing this on his own in Vegas on December 5th hmm. out of his own pocket. It's going to be streamed on... You know, Xbox Live, PlayStation Network, and other various outlets. Wait, you said it's out of his own pocket? Yeah. He said well, he funny. obviously didn't put too much money into uh, creating that <laughs> name. I guess I guess Spike still owns the Video Game Awards, so this is just the Game Awards. But for but for the intro question this week, um, I guess kind of a two-parter. A, are video game award shows worth it, or, or are they mainly just marketing hype, or the winter E3, if you want to call it? Mm-hmm. And B... Do you think gaming could have something like an Oscars or, you know, the Emmys or the Grammys where it's like this is the Game Awards or is that just too unmainstream of a thing? Huh, difficult questions. Uh, well, I'll go first, yeah, I go guess. Yeah, go I, I, I would say yes to both of them. Okay. Um, a, I do think they're very important, um, whether it's something that's not that big or not that, you know, whatever to a lot of people I, I think it's always great to you know show people you know that we appreciate the achievements Definitely. of what they success as far as their artwork and you know what they strive to do for a living a lot of these people work two yeah. three years on these games exactly yeah so i mean when you win an award for something like that um you know it's kind of like when someone tells you thank you great job at your work mm-hmm. you know it 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 means more than what you know you really think especially like on something like that where you've gone three years and you've got no feedback on this thing that you're making and all of a sudden it gets great feedback and then you get an award for it like i mean that's 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 pretty cool and i i do think it's something that i'm glad to see that you know someone actually is like trying to branch off and make their own thing and kind of still keep it going and stuff like that so i think you're right definitely a sense of acknowledgement is good Mm -hmm. Uh, i think the only problem right now is there is no for award right i think the yeah. closest thing would be the gdc awards which are like in february or march but that doesn't obviously have the appeal or the mass mainstream of, a, of an oscars yeah. but just because gaming so new and the oscars have been around for shit near 100 and, years and considering they do all that stuff like where every game gets a game of the year edition mm-hmm. so that like to me to me it's one of those things like where i guess an award would mean more as a developer mm-hmm. um but, I mean, like, Game of the Year really means nothing anymore. I mean, we have a Game of the it Year means, show. Everyone yeah. has a Game of the Year show. So, yeah. so many different games can win yeah. Game of the Year. What about you, Vaughn? Sorry, I don't mean to keep cutting you off. I mean, I, I agree that, like, people deserve recognition for all the games that they've been working on for years mm-hmm. and whatnot. Whenever they come out, like, to see, like, hey, yo, this game was amazing and we loved it. That's probably, like, one of the best feelings in the world to them. Right. But, at the same time... what? Well, 
I feel like it's just not being recognized very well. Mm-hmm. So well, it just needs a little bit more work to be recognized, whatnot. Because as it stands right now, like I don't, I never even know when the VGAs were. I never knew when they were. Right. Well, it's also and one I of never those... really actually cared for them either. Yeah, so, I like, think you're. I think you're definitely hit the nail on the head about it not being like advertised really properly, but especially too considering it was on Spike, which was like TV for men. And that, that, I mean, video game, next... video gaming is a like includes. A lot of women now, yeah, exactly. too. So. It includes everybody. And right. that was going to be my next point, is, is maybe breaking away from Spike TV might add some actual legitimacy to this. It's not just like, blah, Mountain Dew, yeah. blah, Doritos, we're right. gamer bros, blah, Call yeah. of Duty, you know? and <laughs> Double XP! Yeah. And <laughs> because it became so ridiculous, like they're just pulling in celebrities who had no interest in being there at all, announcing things like Jessica Alba revealing yeah. dark souls 2 yeah why not why not pull in people like um what's the girl that was pretty big about the whole gamers gate situation recently uh the redhead uh plays world of warcraft feet oh uh, i know who you're talking about she's in the um you know what i'm talking about no idea she's in the not the league the uh the guild yeah felicia day felicia day yeah pull in people like her jimmy fallon conan o'brien like all these people who openly play video games on right. their shows and stuff and they obviously care about them more. Right. Don't pull in Joe so, McHale, who was drunk and or high and literally just ruining your show because right. he was, no or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I guess the second part would be: Do you ever see gaming getting something like an Oscar, something that's like the definitive? Because obviously there are other awards for movies and other movie blogs can have their film of the year, but like if you win an Oscar, that's something. Is gaming ever going to get that? I I would. Uh, think so just because just through the generation of ps3 xbox 360 and we mm-hmm. i saw gaming grow and mm-hmm. just expand to all kinds of like quote-unquote different types of people mm-hmm. whereas you know just right before that like with the playstation 2 like gaming was something that nerds did yeah exactly you know? and again roughly throwing out the air quotes there right. but um you know now it's something you know like with games like Call of Duty and Madden and stuff being so big, it definitely appealed to a much broader audience. And so it definitely is something that a lot more people pay attention to. Right. And so I could easily see it catching on, probably not as something as big as like the Oscars, well, but I mean, you, I don't see why it's not a possibility that it would ever be something like probably as big as MTV's mu- music awards. Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably so. a really fair comparison to what the VGAs are trying to do, like yeah. the, the VMAs or the movie right. awards, where it's like, well, it's not the Oscars, but it's more fun, but it's just, they never could get it right, it mm-hmm. seems. So, I mean, say what you want about Jeff Keighley, and everyone gives him shit for being the Dorito Pope and all that stuff, but I really think he's <laughs> trying to do a, a good job being kind of the liaison between the mm-hmm. main media and gaming. Yeah, and I mean, you can also draw in people, again, going back to people, but like, now that Adam Sessler doesn't do anything, like, yeah. why not pull in people like that? Like, mm-hmm. And he's very big in the gaming community. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, definitely well-known and all that kind of stuff, so. I think it definitely has a possibility of being something that's one of the more watched award shows on TV. The only problem is where do you put it? Because G4 doesn't exist anymore. Spike already blew it. I'm, I don't why, see it being on broadcast. I could, I could see someone like Cartoon Network picking up something like that. Like, I mean, you say that because this just this year, you know, Dota was featured on ESPN2, a little special, and it was streamed on yeah. ESPN3. What I didn't realize we didn't talk about because it wasn't blowing up all the blogs, but the Hearthstone finals this past weekend at BlizzCon were streamed on ESPN3. Really? League has been being streamed on ESPN3. So a lot of these esports are broadening, even if it's just ESPN streaming network. Yeah. That's still something that wasn't there before. Obviously, it's not the same as Twitch. You don't have your Kappas and your PJ Salts and well, all that stuff. <laughs> but it, it's showing that gaming is broadening, like you're saying. Yeah. And, and it's still a very young medium for what it is now. 20 years, yeah. if that. You know, I mean, you if you count what when the Nintendo came out in '85, '86, that's not even 30 years, and the Oscars have been around since like the 20s. Right. Yeah, and and I mean, it could even be something where if ESPN showing stuff like that, they're owned or at least affiliated with ABC, ABC. so ABC could put it on, and then even still, you can have that's almost like an ESPY awards for all these league players, Mm -hmm. you know, who you know, kind of. So I mean, I I definitely see it as long as it. It's going to have to be done right. right. And I think you're definitely right about it. It needs to be more awards than reveals. I mean, the Because re- the reveals we, we already have enough, like, we've got Tokyo Game Show, we've got E3, we've got all kinds of conventions where they should reveal things. I don't mind the reveals 
as long as they don't overpower it. Because the main thing, reason E3 is so big is because all eyes are on E3 come June. Whether right. you're, you know, Fox News or CBS or, you know, Kotaku, all eyes from everywhere are on E3. And it's, it wouldn't be bad to have that something halfway down the year in six months with all eyes on it. But it doesn't need to dominate the show. Right. You know, and, and that that's just the main thing now. And then they had... I remember the last VGA two years ago that was on Spike. They had, like, I think it was Felicia Day backstage doing weird shit with random people, like, throwing pies at them and wearing sticky shoots and jumping on the wall. It's like I'm watching 90s Nickelodeon again, (laughs) which has nothing to do with anything with video games. But I think we're finally breaking off from games equals nerds, Mm -hmm. like you said, and it is becoming a much more broad appeal to both men and women of all ages. Right. So I I think it could work. So... Yep, I agree with all that. I feel like we also need to like give more attention to kids as well, because mm-hmm. kids play a big factor in it too. Definitely. They love their Minecraft or their Call of Duties, whichever mm-hmm. kind of parent you have. Dictate what kind of games you play as a child these days, I guess. Sure, we'll so, go with that. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you, great to be here. I guess we'll get into what we've been playing this week. It's not too, too much, but it seems like we cannot escape Halloween, Vaughn. Nope. <laughs> it keeps coming. Last week we were talking about you know more Evil Within and PT, and this week unexpectedly um, dropped a sequel to a cult classic. Can you call it a cult classic after three months? Uh, Five sure. Nights at Freddy's Two came out on Tuesday. It just kind of dropped. Tuesday. It is, yeah, it's, it's freaking amazing. Uh, well, maybe. Uh, so the developer wanted to put up a demo. <laughs> But the uh, the site he's going to put up his demo said that you know it needed three to four days to authenticate a demo, so he just said fuck it, put the whole game up on Steam. <laughs> and it's you know the first game came out in mid August, in mid to late August on Steam, and then it came out on phones in early September, and the second one's already out. Uh, so I guess he's doing it right, riding riding the wave while it's still hot, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but like Vaughn said, it is. He likes it. It is significantly different than the first game. Well, I mean, it's that's good. It, uh, he's taking the route of, like, the Hangover movies as opposed to Anchorman. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> don't wait ten years to make your sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, in the first game, you sit there with, you know, click through your cameras, they're coming at you, but you can close the doors, that drains your power, so you can't look around the cameras too much because the power's coming. But then you can figure it out. All you have to do really, really is watch Pirate's Cove so Foxy doesn't move. And make check your lights to make sure that they're not right outside your door and shut them. And you can pretty much break that game in that way. Am I right? Not quite, because you also have to keep an eye on Freddy, too. Okay, fair enough. But this one um, takes place... A lot of people are saying it's a prequel, but it's not. It is a sequel. Well, I don't know how much of the game oh, you've played. Okay. <laughs> I've only beaten the second night. No, I'm only on the second night. Okay, do you plan on beating the game? You can tell, I mean, okay. we'll, we'll, well try to keep it spoiler-free, but I mean, even, I don't care as much, but, you know, well, listeners. Even though the game is actually a sequel, it's actually a prequel. <laughs> the game was made to be a sequel, but the time is actually set before the first game. Yeah, because in the first game, you're working at this place for $120 a week. In this one, you're working at for $100.50 a week. But so in in the new game they're they're talking about its grand reopening, and they're at a new building where you won't run out of power. They got that fixed because the old you know the old security guard was complaining about everyone trying to kill him, so they uh, they moved him to day shift and hired you as the new night security guard. However, in this new building there are no doors to your nope. office. None. And there are new animatronics that are have face recognition software. They're like tied into oh, the criminal no. database at the police station, and like all this <laughs> stuff. The old animatronics are still there, all busted, which is really fucking creepy. So like the third one's gonna be like where you have to like watch dogs this <laughs> and like hack into the cameras in the city and make sure they don't get into other businesses. <laughs> so instead of having a uh, <laughs> instead of having your electricity worried about running out, now you have a flashlight. Which can run on a battery. Yep. Which is just a new jump scare because as you're clicking on the cameras, it's kind of dark, so you can turn your flashlight. I was like, oh shit! <laughs> Someone's looking at my face. Um, but now if the uh, if the animatronics are getting close to you, you have to you have to put on the Freddy mask that they they gave you in order to disguises yourself as one of the animatronics so that they, they don't kill you. Recognition, recognition software. software. Yeah, it makes right. sense. So that's also creepy because you put the mask on. And you just have two little eye holes, 
And then, like, it's the lights start blinking, and you see, like, the rabbit pan by you, like, looking at you. <laughs> and that's super weird. But... Whoa, there's animation in this one? <laughs> I mean, not really. Not really, <laughs> but... But, to balance that, because, you know, theoretically, you just keep the Freddy mask on the whole time and not worry about dying, there's a new um, thing you have to worry about. There's another new animatronic called the Marionette, and he is chilling... In the uh, prize, prize corner. the prize corner, and he's distracted by this wind-up toy box that's in there that's playing music because mm-hmm. he really likes the music for some weird reason. But the battery is constantly draining from the music box, so you have to keep winding it up so you that the music keep- will keep playing, so that he doesn't come after you when the music stops playing. Because when the music stops playing. He comes after you, and it's an automatic death. Does yep. the music get like slower and slower as it starts dying? Uh, no, it actually doesn't. But oh. <laughs> whenever, whenever the whenever the music from the toy box uh dies, you actually hear a faint playing of "Pop Goes the Weasel" in the mm. background, and that's how you know that he's ready to come and get you. <laughs> because the, uh, the security guard explains that on your first night, you know, they leave a voicemail, and that's kind of what drives the narrative. Mm-hmm. Except I was too busy uh, clicking around because it told me I didn't have any uh, power to worry about, so I was just clicking around on the cameras, looking around, and kind of, you know, half nervous, like, oh god, it's this again. So I was only half listening to him, and I heard him say something about the music box, but I didn't know why. So I kind of kept it going, and then I kind of forgot about it because I was starting to worry about the mayor and I mean the uh, animatronics coming at me. So I have the Freddy mask on, and all of a sudden, whoosh! <laughs> he comes flying at you, which is <laughs> nice and scary. So yeah, I got to the um, I got to the second night, um, which I thought I was doing well. I was keeping the music box playing. Uh, I was checking all my doors, and then all of a sudden, I got one of them coming from the vent. Because there are the two vents on the side. So I put my mask on. It was the duck. I put the mask on, then the rabbit comes by. So I'm like, well, where'd the duck go? Where'd the rabbit come from? I take my mask off. Freddy's right there at the door. So I was like, shit. Put the mask back on, and then Foxy comes and attacks me. I'm like, how am I supposed to prevent all this? Wait, you can confuse Freddy by dressing as Freddy? <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, how far did you get, Vaughn? I am still on night five. I can, oh, I, I can almost make it. I'm, I can get to 5 a.m. Wow. on night five, but that's when everybody decides, hey, yo, let's bum rush this guy <laughs> so that he can't get to the music box in time. God. And I saw a screenshot from night five of old Bonnie getting into your office. If you want nightmares... Go look up pictures of old animatronic Bonnie in your office because that is terrifying. Oh, man. So, uh, I love how I love how they upped the scariness on some of the animatronics. Old Bonnie mm-hmm. and uh, Mangle, the new Foxy, looks oh, creepy as God. hell. And of course, Golden Freddy. Yeah, I saw you uh, tweet or Facebook about that. Oh Lord. Oh, uh, there's another new animatronic that we actually haven't mentioned yet. Have you seen the Balloon Boy? No. Is that different from the Marionette? Very different. He's oh, actually God. different from all the other uh, animatronics, if you haven't seen him yet. What does he do? Pretty much whenever he uh, breaks into your room, whenever you get caught by him, he doesn't he doesn't kill you necessarily, but he stops you from using your flashlight. Oh, God. And you can't, it, you can't get rid of him? Nope, can't get rid of him so either. So you're just kind of without a flashlight for the rest of the night? You're kind of out of a flashlight until inevitably Foxy just comes and kills you. Yeah, because the only way to stop Foxy is to shine the light because there are no doors. Exactly. <laughs> Who built an office with killer animatronics with no doors? Like, seriously, Mr. <laughs> Security Man? What up? Well, I imagine the animatronics weren't necessarily made to kill people <laughs> in the middle of they the night. They had the other security guard complaining about the animatronics trying to kill him, so they just moved him to day shift I mean, instead of you, actually solving the problem. Would you believe one person in the middle of the night that's you complaining about animatronics? You have security footage. Plenty of cameras are in that establishment. No, they didn't kill him, though. So Touche. They just tried. Now, here's the one question I actually have about the game. Okay. Did you get a raise? Mm, no. <laughs> so it's Wait, still one hundred and twenty dollars a week. You asked for the first one. Well, no, you never got a raise, but you did get fifty cents extra for doing overtime for the sixth oh. night. <laughs> nice. One twenty fifty. All right. <laughs> I thought about making this week's intro question: What's the scariest animatronic you've seen in your life? But uh, decided against that one because mine would have to be the Hall of Presidents in Walt Disney World. 
Mm. Um, Vaughn, I know you played something else that came out this week. Came out actually came yesterday. out yesterday. Yeah, that was the Mario Kart 8 Pack One DLC. God, I was so excited for that, but I got in super late from work, so I still haven't had a chance to play it. So yeah, me either. So it's I'm excited a, to hear. It's a lot of fun, and I got, got three see, new racers, eight yeah. new tracks. I only got to play. I only played as one though, because like Link's the only one that really matters. Oh uh, yeah, so. right. Don't care about Cat Mario or. Cat Tanuki Peach. Mario oh, yeah. Cat Peach. That's it. Yeah, that's how much he cares. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's a it's a lot of fun. Uh, I saw some of the old tracks that came back, like Yoshi's Circuit on the GameCube was mm-hmm. really good. It's still huh. pretty much the same, just we UFI'd to uh, where Mario Kart 8 racers can race on it instead of just like your weird fast GameCube players. Right. <laughs> and uh, Rainbow Road. From the SNES made a return. Yes. It looks gorgeous. Is this one just half a lap? No. You have the three normal laps. Triple from the all the other games. Yes. All the, the N64 one where it was just one lap. Yeah, we're still pretty salty about that I'm one. I'm pretty salty about that. <laughs> I say, I, cause I, uh, it was funny. My, uh, a coworker and I were having a bit of a dispute on where we were gonna, how to divide up our, you know, locations for this week. So I challenged, like, let's, let's settle it in Mario Kart. So let him pick the Mario Kart and he picked 64. And uh, he picked a course, and I picked a course, so we split. So we went to Rainbow Road for the uh, the tiebreaker. And it was so weird playing all three laps of that, that race instead of just the one in, uh, in eight. <laughs> and he ended up beating me because he made the jump on no. the third lap, and I couldn't catch up. <laughs> no. Anyway, I'm sorry for that <laughs> diversion. But yeah, it's... That's a that's a remake of a course done right. SNES one. Yeah, because not like they kept the course true to its. Uh, I mean, it's not its very long. One. It's just like a little pattern that's not very long with just uh, a colorful squares, right. no walls. Well, there are also the thwomps as well. Yeah, which the thwomps even look really cool, and the background is really nice. Like it's set at night, so you can see the moon and stuff, that's and cool. it like lights the level like really well. Is it better, I guess, than the uh, the the remake for seven? Oh yeah, okay. definitely. They add any anti-grav or anything like that? Uh, no. Okay, so it's just straight race. Yeah, just straight race. How but about it's, th- it's still really good on its own. They do have the thwomps that uh make the uh the track wavy, so oh, kind of like in Bowser's Castle. Yeah, yeah. How about the Excite Bike and Hyrule track? Uh, the Excite Bike track isn't really all that noteworthy, I guess. Aww. It's pretty much just Excite Bike in 3D. Okay, well, that's pretty cool though. It's it's pretty so. cool, but like, yeah, no, like all of a sudden 2D looking side scrolling parts. No, oh, that'd be awesome. That would yeah. be cool, but no, nah, we didn't get any of that. Aww. Hyrule Circuit is probably like the coolest course to come out of the DLC. Because it's a fun, it's a fun course, and I, it may sound like I'm a little biased because I'm a huge Zelda nerd, but like uh, a lot of the stuff that you would see in normal racetracks, it got retextured to be like Zeldafied, quote unquote. Like the coins are now rupees. Awesome. And wow. The piranha plants are Deku Babas. Awesome. And the bats are Keys now. Awesome. <laughs> and they like play like some random Zelda sounds and. Uh, the overworld background music is really good too. Awesome. So, overall, it's just a really awesome stage. Awesome. <laughs> Have to check that yeah. out. And another really good one is Mute City. Oh. Yeah. That's zero. zero. And pretty much it's a straightforward course, just like the one from F Zero. But uh, the boost uh, panels on the side automatically give you coins so you can get boost power, quote unquote. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. So. So that it, was one thing that I really liked about it. Are the four new courses all uh, like crossovers? We have Excite Bike, we have F Zero, we have Zelda. What's the fourth one? Uh, there are a couple of other new courses that I didn't mention. Uh, there's Ice Ice Outpost. I think it's just a completely brand new level. Okay. It's, it's pretty much. It reminds me a lot of uh, the double deck course, uh, battle course from Mario Kart 64, where you have like the two colors mm-hmm. that you could drive around on. But they like inter intersect each other at a lot of different points, so it's really oh, wait. cool. It's is it? It's uh sixteen tracks, right? It's two new, two old cups. Yeah, it, it, no, oh. it's eight. It's, it's eight. eight. Oh, yeah. so it's one. It's new, two cups. So two cups. Eight, okay, eight new tracks. Okay, I was, that's where I was confused on. Still, the value. Yeah, and cool. the other one is Dragon Driftway, which is nah. Uh, I don't like it very much. Fair enough. Cool. I can't wait to check that out. Yeah, one thing I think the game's really missing, though, is, and this was something I really love from the Sega All-Stars racing, is how um, 
like on stuff like the Panzer Dragoon level and things like that, like every lap, stuff will be going on where the dragons like mess up the course. So all mm-hmm. of a sudden, like you know, the third lap is different from the second lap. Second lap's different from the first lap. The only I always I could... like stuff like that. Like I wish, I wish Nintendo would implement stuff like that. Like where you know part of the course breaks, and so all of a sudden you have to go underwater instead. You know, and they only... did that in that game, and it was really cool. The only course that really mm-hmm. did that in this one was the uh, the Wii Volcano level. It kind of like falls apart because the volcano is yeah. erupting, so mm. half the course is gone, kind of. Yeah, but this three, was like even then. It's not you as went completely as different as, ways. Yes. Like it was neat. No, you're right. So. Cool. What have you played this week, Neil? Don't say more. We talk. Mm, I know the answer to this question. <laughs> you do. You do. <laughs> so, what level are you now? Twenty-seven. De- Destiny. Okay. Um, so, any yeah. any any excitement things that you know even Scott didn't. Or did do over the past week that we didn't talk about last week? Well, um, he now has the reviving ability for his warlock. So the other day we were doing a strike, uh, the weekly heroic strike, which involves um, pretty much the boss I hate the most. It's the priest that comes out of the prison cell and you have to fight him. And I mean, it took us probably about two hours to do and 45 minutes of that was just fighting the boss. Uh, so that was kind of like a pain, but yet really exciting at the same time mm-hmm. because it was just really cool how we tactically kind of took him over and it, it was, it was fun. Um, and there are going to be some new updates coming to the game that really should be exciting for people who, I guess, play the game. But yeah, they're going to be doing things like, uh, uh, I know they're doing, uh, uh, what they call Ingram showers. Okay. Um, and it's where like instead of an enemy randomly dropping one Ingram, sometimes they'll drop like two or three. Oh, snap. So you can pick up, you know, even more. Um, uh, they're going to be adding new um, economies so that you can um, more equip you of? Oh, equip okay. you with like more upgrade materials yeah. and things like that. I was going to say more forms of payments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, there's going to be new colors coming for your gear, um, stuff like that. So, uh, And they said the Cryptarch was going to be a little bit more generous in his rewards. Because that is kind of annoying Like when you go and you decode all this stuff and you finally level up and like you go get the message from him, you take it back to him, and it's just more rare crap that you're going to dismantle. You know, it's, you know. So hopefully they like make some more incentive for it. But uh, That's what it seems like they're doing. But yeah, finally uh, got my reputation up to where I could buy a legendary <laughs> gear from my vanguard so after basically working on that for four weeks re- not realizing I was doing it for nothing so yeah now I'm level 27 sneaking my way up to 28 be able to do the raid soon can't wait but I do promise that next week I will have at least one game I know I'm playing I'll have like three games next week so <laughs> next week will be super exciting Next yes. week will just be one game for me. And I already mm-hmm. know which one it is. Yep. I there's three games I want next week. One of them I'm probably gonna get right away. The others I may just wait till like Black Friday since it's only a week after. Right. And see what kind of sales they have on it. But yeah. Gotcha. We'll get to that. <laughs> cool. I guess let's uh let's move into news. The uh well, what'd you play? Five Nights at Freddy's 2. Oh, that was it? That was it. Oh, okay. <laughs> we played, already discussed it. <laughs> played like 30 more minutes of Daganronpa 2, but that's not, you know, not much to say there. Wait until mm-hmm. he gets a little bit further in the game to really mm-hmm. talk about it. I played more Hearthstone. So, moving on to news. <laughs> um, who likes numbers? I like numbers. And, uh, I like they numbers. released the October NPDs. Oh, yeah? And NBA 2K15 took the top spot for the month of October, but overall sales were down hmm. for video games last month, which is kind of depressing, but uh, it took lead collectively across all five platforms. It was on um, Super Smash Bros. 3DS was second despite only being on the 3DS. So, what's hmm. a little disappointing to me is uh, let's see. Hold on before I get to that. Destiny fell to fifth after it led in September, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's disappointing to me is Sunset Overdrive did not make the top ten collectively. That's it a came shame. in at number nine on Xbox, um, Xbox One. I'm sorry, but not like really. Xbox One overall. Yeah. Wow, that's really disappointing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's understandable, but that game is great, and more people should play it. Maybe that means we might get a port to PS4. <laughs> <laughs> 
Maybe Hopefully, once yeah. once the Epson Set Overdrive trilogy comes out, right? Once you know EA takes yeah. over and does the two now. <laughs> um, Reggie Fizame of Nintendo, ooh, Mr. Reggie, my body is Reggie, <laughs> says we believe the Wii U has a very long life ahead of it. Oh boy, that's <laughs> funny because like everyone else said it didn't. <laughs> it's got great content coming that will help define the platform. Do y'all believe him? Well, I know there's I, a new Zelda. <laughs> yeah, I, I know that much, but I think that's more of him saying, "Hey, yo, we're not ready to release a new console yet." That'll be 2016. Please buy the ship before then. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, uh, that's that's Reggie being Reggie. I mean, I, again, I was really excited about the direct they announced. Um, yeah, of I course. mean, Captain Toad and uh, Xenoblade Chronicles and Splatoon were all pretty much gonna be must plays mm-hmm. for me. Or must owns, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Then you got Zelda next year. You got the new Kirby coming out early next year. Yeah, that's. But they do I'm have stuff consistently to. coming out finally, but is it enough to keep their head above water? Well, what they really need to do is start. I don't know. I always thought like if they really want to save the system, they need to do like what the fans request. Like I mean, and they're giving us Majora's Mask 3D. Yep. Why not give us the Star Fox game we've all been wanting? That's Why? in development. I mean, yeah, exactly. That, so. Yeah, but well, whether it'll be the game you want or not, right. is, is the question. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, and then also, like you know, they had hinted about a year or two ago about a Zelda Metroid crossover. I thought it was Metroid or Metroid, Metroid Star, Star Fox. Fox. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and you know that would be incredible. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, why not give us something like that? You know, we want it. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to come down to like what Smash is going to do. Well, to, I think to, like they, set the trend for it. At the well, moment. they did announce that Smash Brothers for Wii U has more pre-orders than Mario Kart 8. Well, that's, that Kart was 8. to be expected. Yeah. And, I mean, and also, Smash is getting DLC, so right. maybe they could like milk more DLC out of it. I don't know. It'll take four yeah. months to come out with each character. It's fine. Not yeah. even ten-year program. <laughs> Not even four months. Like literally half a year. Um, and hopefully they'll actually make that, you know, Skylanders type game we were talking about last week because you I'd buy Amiibos. Amiibos up for that. Yeah. You know? Um, speaking of Amiibos, they announced that Shulk, that Amiibo for that game no one's ever heard of, is a GameStop exclusive from that game that was only sold at GameStop. Wait, what? Shulk is a GameStop exclusive. Really? Yes. Why? Because his game was only sold at GameStop and people who did not buy at GameStop will probably guess, will be confused. I have no idea. <laughs> But that's kind of dumb, and I don't. I still don't understand why half this Nintendo shit is GameStop exclusive. Not saying that because you know we work for Gameware. It's just I don't like any really exclusive. Yeah, any exclusive. I like having choice to where I shop. Uh, so that's kind of weird. Sorry, Vaughn. Got to go to GameStop to buy Shulk, or just that don't buy Shulk. That doesn't make any sense because like people are gonna know who he is because he's in Smash. So like, I don't, I don't know. know. Makes no sense. Yeah. Uh, news I'm excited for. Uh, Telltale came out and said that episode one of their Game of Thrones game is coming soon. With the quotes in the air. Um, I don't really know what that means. To me, soon... This was Monday. To me, soon would be I should be playing it right now. <laughs> and hopefully it means the next coming weeks. It's going to be... Like uh, Five Nights at Freddy's too soon? Yeah, already. Three months. Or Half-Life 3 soon. <laughs> it's going to be six episodes. Uh, they They released a few details on it, but I wanted to ignore those. Because the only thing I really saw on it was where this one was taking place as far as, like, Yeah, it's taking the place show. after season so, three, but before season, season five. So, yeah. season four, okay. Yeah. And you, you're some house that's under the stars. Which is cool, because season yeah. four was great. Yep. So, make sure if you want to play this. What what kind... Is this another one of their, like, pick-your-own-adventure kind of game? I would assume so. Or, I oh. mean, it, it fits under that, and it's Telltale, and if it's anything like Wolf Among Us and Walking Dead was, I think we're in for a treat. And, you know, Game of Thrones is all about choices and politics and dicking people over. Kind of like The Walking Dead was. Hmm. So I think it could uh, turn out I really guess I'll well. have to check it out because I never played Wolf Among Us. I never played Walking Dead just because I don't really follow the show at all. I mean, the game's still good. Um, I mean, the yeah. game follows the comics. But I, I did play the first episode of Jurassic Park. Which is I heard is terrible. And it was alright. So that, that might be the reason why I never really got into their <laughs> other games. Because, yeah, it was... No, well, the, was, like the first season yeah. of Walking Dead is great. It'll make you feel things. Yeah, because it follows the comics, whereas Game of Thrones follows the show, mm-hmm. not the books. But uh, speaking of Jurassic Park, uh, there was an Easter egg in the credits of Lego Batman Three for Lego Jurassic Park. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Apparently, as the credits are rolling and Batman and Robin are climbing a building, like, you know, in the 60s where they're just walking up in the camera sideways, mm-hmm. uh, a Lego T-Rex comes up and the Jurassic Park theme starts playing. And they think that's a giant tease for Lego Jurassic Park. Sold. Yep. <laughs> well, there you go. So that's interesting and kind of cool if that's a thing. Because A, that means a game's coming, and B, that means toys are coming. That Lego Jurassic Park. <laughs> Did uh, anybody play Just Cause 2? Yep. Nope. Did you like it? Yep. Do you want more of it? Because Just Cause 3 was announced. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, the internet seemed excited about that. I never played Just Cause 2, but I heard great things about Just it. Just Cause 2 was fantastic. And yes. there's a game, the Game Informer cover story was the reveal of Just Cause 3. Well, hopefully it's more like Just Cause 2, because Just Cause 1 I didn't like. Right. I'm sure it will be. Just Cause it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> that's your one for the show. <laughs> Um, disappointing news for Bloodborne fans. You have to wait one more month to get your hands on From Software's latest hit. We got pushed hey, back to March of 2015. You were waiting already. Yeah. So one, one month's yeah, not one bad. Month. Make yeah, sure it's month. fine. You can just play the order in the meantime. Uh, well, if you really want to. It's ready at dawn. I have faith. And the final piece of news <laughs> I have, I haven't seen the footage because um, where I stayed... In my hotel, the internet was ass, but apparently some Halo 5 multiplayer leaked, and people are not happy. Is it still more like 4s? Do you look down the sights and shoot your gun in Halo 4? Oh, no! Well, (laughs) 4 was definitely leaning toward, because with the loadouts and everything, it was like Call of Duty. Oh, come on, man. Rip Halo multiplayer. That's the main thing I heard. Ah, they have iron sights. That's like the one thing that makes Halo fun. <laughs> is that it doesn't. Rip. It, it, and they um, there's this thing where they, you can like boost jump and like hover or something and shoot I mean, that's cool. things in the air, which kind of balances because if you're as you're shooting, you're kind of hovering and then you're a pinata yeah. waiting to be shot. So three four three is in a tough spot, and they were in a tough spot with Halo four because after thirteen years. 14 years, you can't have Halo stay the same. But you also can't change it because then you'll piss all your fans off. Yeah. And I feel like Halo 4, they were trying to do new things, but they knew they'd piss everyone off so they didn't like jump two feet in like they should have. And it mm-hmm. seems like that we're doing with this. But then you're pissing everybody off. And I don't think it's really them trying to copy Call of Duty. I think it's just them trying to evolve the series. But because this is a new company doing this and not Bungie, they're gonna get all the flack because you're a new company, you know, taking the reins of Halo. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess I say I'm like not interested, but at the same time, I'm am playing the new Halo and have been playing the new Halo, and it has iron sights. Right. By that I meant Destiny. Destiny yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it'll be fine. I mean, that's just the way gaming's going. So yeah. It'll. I'm sure it'll be fine. I trust yeah. 343 and what they do. I'm sure Halo 5 will be great. Although it's still funny that it's called Halo 5 Guardians. Yep. And we all know what you are in Destiny. My Guardians. <laughs> can I just go back to playing Halo 2? Well, you can. You can. <laughs> With the Master Chief Collection out this week. Good. Yeah. I'll, I'll just keep playing. One thing too. that only really worries me about that game having like a sub name like that is, is that I feel like we're going to get like three Halo 5s. I know. That's, I don't like that. The only Halo we had a cert, uh, surname... Was ODST. Oh, it was ODST, and that's best Halo. Yeah. It, it didn't really need to be called Halo 3. You know why? Because it was Destiny. <laughs> Halo 5 Guardians, Halo 5 Hunters, yeah. Halo 5 Titans, Titans Halo, Halo 5, 5 Cryptarchs. Stupid people. I really, hate, I really hate when games have a number and a surname. Yeah. I wish it was just Halo Guardians or Halo 5. Yeah. So, whatever. I mean, Halo 5 would should suffice. That's, yeah. I don't need a name. It's yeah. the fifth one. Well, actually, it's like the ninth one, but still. Um, that's all the news I have this week. I'm sure there's more. Write in angry letters if we missed your favorite piece of news. Want to know what's coming out next week? Yeah. A whole bunch of great stuff. Yeah. Great Theft Auto 5. Grand Theft Auto 5 <laughs> is coming out next week on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. You can play the whole game first person, which I'm excited. It's amazing. That's worth sixty bucks for me. That'll be, that was the one game I was yeah talking about that I will definitely be talking about next week. I'm sure. Um, 
Remember a little game called Watch Dogs? I do. Everyone loved that. Wii U version? Wii U version comes out next Tuesday. Nice. <laughs> um, Dragon Age Inquisition, which is getting stellar reviews. Um, I just haven't played the first two, so... Well, the first one was boring, which is why I never played the second one. Well, I played the demo of the second one, and while it was like the hack-and-slash style that I kind of wanted out of the first one, it still seemed very, like, they didn't know how to make a hack-and-slash game. Right. But yeah, this one seems like it, like, I don't know, I was actually interested just from the art of mm-hmm. it, so. Uh, WWE 2K15, the, the proper release, is coming out on Tuesday on PlayStation oh, 4. Oh, not the Xbox card one. trainer game? <laughs> <laughs> Because the previous gen version came out a few weeks ago, and it was not getting good marks. Mm. You know what else isn't getting good marks? Assassin's Creed Unity. Mm. Not surprising. Yeah. I hear it's a glitchy, buggy mess, but I haven't played it, nor do I really want to now. Mm. Uh, The game I'm most excited for, Far Cry 4, comes out on Tuesday. I can't reach you across the table. That's all right. Yes. Um, So that's on PS4, Xbox One, PC, Xbox 360, and PS3. Uh, Far Cry 3 was my third favorite game of 2012, and I can't even start working on my game of the year list this year until I play Far Cry 4, so I'm I super agree. excited for that. I get a feeling that's going to be high up on mine. Um, the last-gen version of Middle-Earth Shadow of Mordor is coming out. I don't know why, because it doesn't have the Nemesis system, so I don't know what this game's going to be, mm. but if you only have that and you want to play this game, I, you can, kind of. Shadow of Markham. <laughs> <laughs> uh I didn't even know this game was coming out so soon. Sony's done a poor job marketing it, and I bet you can't even guess what it is. I just said Sony. Yeah. Little Big Planet three comes oh, out on oh, Tuesday. Yes. Oh, I did actually okay. did know about that. Yeah. I mean, I, I played it at E three, but I didn't. I thought it was coming out next year. I didn't know it was yeah. coming out next week. Yeah, oh, it's like the last time I, I saw to... was like months ago when they just announced that it was coming out this year. And so. maybe because it's not Medium Molecule and it kind of loses that like magic that Medium Molecule has. Yeah, I mean, I played it. and It was fine with the new people. It's just, I feel like if you're gonna, well, I guess this goes back to the uh, Halo and three four three debate, where it's like if you're gonna take over this franchise, you could make it your own. Because the only problem with Little Big Planet was the floaty jump mechanic, yeah. and they could have easily fixed that. But no, they didn't. Um, Escape Dead Island comes out on PS3, Xbox 360, and PC. It's a third-person Dead Island spinoff by Fat Shark. Focusing more on stealth and exploration than outright combat. I didn't even know this existed. Did y'all? Nope. Eh. Okay. Probably should have stayed that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know uh, Deep Silver showed off Dead Island 2 at E3 this year, which... Eh. Meh. But this is another Dead Island game after Riptide. I'm more interested in Dying Light, honestly. See, I'm not even that interested in that. That goes. That's exactly kind of uh, what I meant. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, for all you who like your simulation games, Construction Simulator 2015. Oh yeah, coming out on PC. <laughs> These simulator games, man. <laughs> um, there are no goat simulator. Hatsune Miku, Hatsune Miku Project Diva F Second. Oh yeah, PlayStation that's another 3 one I and buy. PlayStation Vita. Getting the Vita version? I have no idea which version I'm gonna get. I feel like I should get the Vita version so I can play it on the go. Why? Poor K. Nolos Dose Fawn. Why not both? It's not cross by. Because I have to buy <laughs> other things that week. Uh, Never Alone. That's I think that's what. No. Is that what Scott was talking about last week? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, no, it's not. Never Alone or Kasimi. Kasima Ingichuna is a puzzle platform game based on the folklore of the I'm not, I'm a, people of Alaska. Sounds like some uh, <laughs> tribe that I cannot pronounce this name. I remember seeing, isn't that the side-scrolling game or whatever, where he plays like the little Eskimo person? Yep. Yeah, that game actually looked really cool. It's being developed by Upper One Games. It's coming out for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. Mm. Now that I've butchered that name to hell, let's move on. <laughs> Rabbids Invasion, the interactive TV show. Coming out on Xbox One, Xbox 360, and PS4. I remember Ubisoft showed this off at E3, and it looked really dumb. I remember when the Rabbids games were fun, and that was like the first one and second one. <laughs> you have to uh, have a obviously a Kinect or a PS4 camera to Ooh. play this game. You know what that reminds me of that recently came out? What's Son- that? Sonic Boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I- nah! And that-, <laughs> that game is... 
awful. You I, played? No. No. I, I've, I've only looked at it, and I know it's awful. <laughs> I failed, you guys. I said I was going to watch that show on Cartoon Network last Saturday. I did not. Huh. Damn, maybe this week. It's probably for the best. Probably right. Uh, Kingdom Rush Origins, the sequel to Kingdom Rush, is coming out on iPad on Thursday. Sounds like the prequel. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> The next Kingdom Rush game in the super popular Kingdom Rush series. And then next Friday, Nintendo Day, as they've self-proclaimed, gets you Pokemon Omega Ruby and Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. And, and Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo Wii U. And the Amiibos. The Amiibos. Oh, the, all the Amiibos. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Or at least the, the first wave of Amiibos. That sounds like a child show on, on Cartoon Network, The Amiibos. The Amiibos. <laughs> there it is. Although, speaking, speaking, of, <laughs> speaking of Nintendo and Smash, uh, there was actually a trailer for the new version of Project M released yesterday, or rather two days ago, actually. Yeah, 3. two days 5? ago. Project M 3.5 is coming out today. Whoa. Actually. What? So what changes do... Do does this bring? Uh, it's a lot of balanced and character design changes, along with like a lot of menus and stuff. There's like, debug mode now too, so you can actually see all the hit levels and frame data. Whoa! And gotta get this shit out before stuff. the new game comes out. Pretty much. I don't know, but yeah, if you if you don't want to wait that long to get your Smash fix before the new Smash comes out for Nintendo, you could get that and download it. Excellent. Such a new release unless Five Nights at Freddy's 3 comes out next week. So. Possibly. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Let's answer some email questions. Uh, GameWareExpress at gmail.com is that email address. Uh, Anthony from Tokyo writes in once again. Yay. Says, hello, GW Express. Hello, Anthony. Well, it seems that the sole reason I would ever want to buy an X-Bone is finally here, the Halo Master Chief Collection. Oh. It, it really looks like a, f a lot of fun. Uh, Halo Combat Evolved through Halo 3 are just that trilogy of games that will probably live on to be one of the most famous games of all time. And I can agree with that. Yep. All right, here are some questions. What are some other games from the last generation that you think will live on to be all-time classics? For me, it's probably the Halo series for the Xbox and the 360 specifically. I would hope to think that the Mass Effect games would also be considered classics, though it's unfair to say uh, Xbox because they did eventually come out on Sony consoles. Mm -hmm. So what games from last gen do you think could become classics? Well, um, Last mm. of Us yep. was instantly one. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, I'd, I'd have to agree with him on Mass Effect. Mm -hmm. And then another big series I think that came out of last generation was Bioshock. My, my, so I was waiting to say so, Bioshock. That's definitely yeah. um, going to be one. I mean, there's a few others I could think of, but I don't think they have the the, like, power of staying in gaming name mm -hmm. like those do um you know i mean there was definitely like uncharted yeah I mean, which those are um, good yeah those are, are like really good games but you know again they like as far as like classic mm -hmm. they hit it with last of us oh definitely. and granted we do have uncharted 4 and stuff coming out um which definitely could take a lot from the last of us very easily mm -hmm. i'm sure but uh yeah i mean and there was stuff like gears of war yeah i mean um that was fine, yeah. but I think lots I of big names last generation. But I feel like all those sequels kind of, you know, watered that down, that yeah. name down at least. I mean, you can actually almost kind of say that with Mass Effect a little bit with the way three ended and everybody mm -hmm. was upset. Um, so we never did a game of the generation or anything because that would just be ridiculous. Yeah. But I know Bioshock would definitely be mine. Yeah. What about you, Vaughn? I say Bioshock as well. Yeah. See, that, that game just one of those that changed things. Like, it did yeah. a lot of things new and now a lot of games do that. Even that or also like Batman Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Because yeah. that's not going to be a name of game but in type of gameplay all, like, you know, fighting mechanics and games now are all Batman. Yeah. You know? So if you want to talk about ex specific mechanics, you can point at Arkham Asylum mm -hmm. and look at that. Now you can easily see that with Shadow of Mordor for this generation, but that Nemesis system, I said, you know, on previous shows, too, yeah. that's going to be, that's all you're going to see in games for the next five years, mm -hmm. is that some type of improvement or adjustment to the Nemesis system right. from um, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. That's why that's going to be on a lot of uh, Game of the Year lists this year. If Steven were here, you probably would have said Demon Souls. Yeah, Demon Souls, yeah. Dark Souls. Yeah. More, probably more specifically Dark Souls, because that's the one that hit more mainstream than Demon yeah, Souls. Right. But 
no, you're definitely definitely right on that. That's also another yeah, thing that kind of series, yeah. changed the gameplay and how people like to play game with the roguelikes and everything. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely um definitely one I didn't think of. Second question: What are some of the more hilarious small errors in a game? Things that make you say, "How did they miss that?" Uh, in the Halo Master Chief Collection, for example, there's a shot of the post-game carnage report that shows Firth place one th like fourth but it's fourth. anyway things along that line so just for like any generation or last generation uh any generation, any generation? well final fantasy 7 had a lot of those <laughs> <laughs> um you know not only just like with the mishaps like on their own box like with the eye being upside down in masterpiece but uh <laughs> whenever you played the snowboarding game in the gold saucer when it asked you if you'd like to continue it said uh no or off course <laughs> oh. i remember that one <laughs> then they also had the part where Genova was talking to you and she says be a cuz you are a puppet <laughs> i mean so, grammatical errors i I've, I've, yes. I've taken pictures of a, lot, a few times of phoenix wright games with grammatical errors yeah. and i guess translation errors which are always um funny i remember I don't know. I think using an Elder Scrolls game is just cheating because those are just buggy as shit. <laughs> I remember I was walking through something and then I just fell through the ground. I just kept walking yeah. through the anyway. I don't, I don't know about little things. I guess those are those. those well, that's big. That's big game break. Going back to Skyrim though, like I had a lot of problems with Skyrim where my first three characters I made, I ended up having to restart because there was something like uh, with one of my first character, I had to restart the game because no matter where I exited. Mm -hmm. the compass showing where I needed to go would always be where I came from. <laughs> so that really sucked because the map was just, like, I couldn't guide myself. Like, mm -hmm. I had no idea where to go. Even if I paused the map, it wouldn't tell me, like, where to go. Um, but then after they updated and uh, fixed a lot of the big issues like that, I started getting smaller things, mm -hmm. like where I was running through the field and all of a sudden the dragon skeleton that I had killed spawned on top of me and rolled down the hill. And that was, that was hilarious. I guess um, <laughs> if you're talking about like small errors, it's not in the game, but being a writer, I don't know how Resident Evil Revelations <laughs> ship to stores with that typo on the side of the box. <laughs> Misspell your own damn name. Yeah. Well. <laughs> My personal favorite is it's not really like a game breaking bug or like a spelling error or anything. But it's it's in Kirby Superstar, where you uh when you're playing through like a your file or whatever, and you go into a game that you haven't like played yet, it asks you, is this your first time playing this game, this certain game or whatever, and it's it gives you the choice yes or no, and if you say no, it's it's not my first time playing the game. It takes you to the tutorial of the game anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, what's what's the point in this? That's funny. That's funny. So like, yeah, that that's my personal favorite. Um, his third question is directed to me and Steven, so I'll probably I'll save that for next week when Steven's back on the show. And his final question is, what kind of bear is best? Oh, <laughs> that's there's no question. Black bear. Black bear. I was waiting for one of y'all. That, well, that's so debatable. Bear. <laughs> Bears uh, beats Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Thanks the, for the the Kodak bear. <laughs> the Kodak bear. Yeah. The um, Downy bear. Snuggles. He's great. Brother bear from Disney. Brother, brother bear. Oh, the Bernstein bear. The Bernstein bear. They were great. Yeah. Um, Paddington bear. Uh, GameWareExpress at gmail.com <laughs> is that email address. Thank for those those questions, Anthony. And that brings us to special stages. Who wants to go first? Uh, doing more Hyrule Warriors routing yesterday. And that Still was, that was that? pretty fun. Yeah, I actually finished it. So all I have to do is just like put it all together. And then Nick and I will actually start doing some runs of it. What's your estimated time? Uh, no idea just yet. I haven't written down all the times, but we're thinking probably somewhere between four or five hours. Uh, okay. It'll probably be shorter though, depending on if we know exactly like where to park ourselves, like for ne for the next part of the run or whatnot. That's cool. So, uh, we could probably cut it down to like somewhere in three hours or even shorter than that. Hmm. It, it depends on the co-op frame rate for that long. <laughs> Has there been a world record? Has anybody tried to speed run that yet? Or oh, yeah. Okay. There's actually a small community in Speed Demos Archive right now that, speeds run, that speed runs Hyrule Warriors, but not in co-op just That's yet. what I was saying, the co-op one. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, for mine, uh, I obviously drive a lot for my job. We've talked about it before. I drove five hours in, walked in the door. Neil was at my front door, and we sat down and did this, so I'm still a little tired from driving. I have a simple request for all your drivers on the road. Use your fucking blinker. It's very simple. Hey, yours works with your brake. <laughs> yeah. It's very simple. And I probably wouldn't be as grouchy using my special stage for this if I didn't just drive 300 miles. But use your blinker. It's a great thing. It's a great thing. Yes. Uh, I guess for mine, uh, the 2015 Wakarusa tickets went on sale for Whoa. early bird price. I don't know what that is. It's a music festival in the Ozark Mountains of Arkansas. Okay. Uh, in early June. Okay. For four days. Uh oh. June. Something else big happens in June. Yes. It's always when I go to E3, too. Yeah. When is but it? I'm um fourth through seventh. Good E three got moved back. Yeah, so, so I could hit both this year. So that's why I got the tickets. Nice. Because okay. I was planning on going to E three instead of Waka this year. <laughs> but I get like a two week vacation now. Who's so uh? Do you know awesome. who's playing yet? Or just don't buy it, buy it cheap and early bird. Early bird tickets hundred uh hundred and fifty dollars for a four day festival. So I guess that's not bad. Yeah, no, it's not bad at all. Considering like stuff like Buku is. Getting up to two hundred dollars for two days. Wow, Voodoo yeah. is close to two hundred dollars for three. So, Waka is always awesome. And cool. uh, so, I got tickets for that. Can't wait. Should be fun. So, you are gonna go to E three this year? Oh yeah. You yeah. Know, every year, everyone says they're gonna go to E three, and then no one goes to E three. Well, <laughs> every year I said I was gonna. That's go. That's true. I went. That's true. We I can, was up front can, about not going the last two. We years. can snuggle up on the inflatable mattress. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited. If I ever get E famous enough, I could probably go to E3. I saw people at BlizzCon, they were putting pic like all the streamers I watched. Apparently Twitch had like a partner's party, so like all the Twitch streamers were all at this party from Twitch. I'm like, damn, that's kind of cool actually. Yeah. Yeah, I know our really old cool. friend Sonya, I think, just recently went to Disney yeah, she's World. She's like Twitch famous now, yeah. which is really weird. She's like the number one watched league. Now she really does Minecraft. Or yeah, OMG something like that. Is Firefox. Yeah. Uh, so, it's it's so weird because it's I, good for her though. Sometimes I I see her tweet things or um or uh chime into her stream and and you know all these followers and all these people and it's like I shared a hotel room with you when like no one knew or cared who you she were. She doesn't follow me anymore. Oh no, <laughs> she doesn't follow me either. So she's just too big for us now. Yeah. It's all right. You so know what else happened? Funny. You know what else happened today? Uh oh, what? It was cold outside. It is. It's very windy and cold and it's just you know I hate it out of nowhere. Ah, cold's all right. The wind yeah. is what's terrible. My metal face makes my teeth. Oh hurt. yeah, because Neil's a robot. Yeah, he's coming to kill you. Put so. your Freddy mask on. <laughs> Should I do it? Should I do it? I'm gonna do it. I'm an EXO from Destiny. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Adam Arinder. You can follow me literally everywhere at V First Street Twelve. More Ooh. so, it's just <laughs> Twitter, Facebook, Twitch.tv, and YouTube. And you can follow me on Twitter at Frisk My Nuts. Oh Lord. Should I change that, I guess? Uh, it's, you know. it's not like we're professional or anything. <laughs> right. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> uh, you can find GameWare on Facebook, facebook.com slash GameWareBR, or this podcast slash GameWare Express. Uh, you can subscribe on iTunes. You can leave a review, which I don't often at beg for reviews. But if you have an iPhone, please review us. It definitely helps. Please. Little, please. little small show like us. Anything helps because one review could turn into two reviews, then five reviews, then a million reviews. So it's funny how snowballs work, and it's cold now, so just leave a review. Well, that escalated quickly. Yeah. You can also um, follow us on SoundCloud and listen on your browser there, on Xbox Music, and you know wherever else you listen to your podcast with RSS feed is listed with the show notes. I think that's it, right? That's everything yep, I say? That's, that's everything you always say. Oh, yeah. I'll let it with the show. We'll end it with the show. Uh, if you want to call in... Ask us a yeah. question. Tell us your favorite Ninja Turtle. You know, just chat. We can't chat because it's a voicemail. But um, go to speakpipe.com slash express and you could be on the show. I want to start gathering uh, Game of the Years. So that the, you know, this week and next week are pretty much the last big weeks for game releases. So figure out what you like. I want to hear your top game of this year. And we'll put it in our Game of the Year show uh, on December 26th. So get on the speak pipe, people. Make sure you talk clearly and articulately. Don't mumble. Don't talk too low, even though sometimes our mics are too low. <laughs> and uh, keep it under 60 seconds, please, because we can't sit here all day and ramble. 
like Scott Bestack. And that's it for our show. <laughs> Thank all y'all for listening. Gentlemen, thanks for joining me this evening. Y'all have a good weekend, and we'll see you next week. Bye.